Uh, we got another episode for y'all today, man. Let me go to my notes before we start. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Trust Me You're Wrong by Robert Kersey. Today is a very specific topic. I was on Instagram the other day and I saw a post about how Philadelphia 76ers guard Shake Milton should get more minutes once Tyrese Maxey and James Harden is back. And if we're being honest, he's not. He's not. Doc Rivers, for some reason, doesn't like him. He's going to go back to the end of that bench once the those two top guards come back. And it's kind of sad because Shake Milton can ball. Now, before we start, I'm going to list I'm going to name you the title of today's podcast. Excuse me. It is NBA players wasting away on the bench. Now, players wasting away on the bench. Mm, it depends on the situation, depends on how old they are, depends on all that. I have 1 2 3 4 5 players that we'll talk about today. Over the next couple minutes. So the first player we're going to talk. Yeah, man, we're going to get straight into it. It's the first player. is Shake Milton. And note, I created this list on October the 11th of this year. And that post just happened. So I'm just saying, I'm really supposed to be up there when it comes to that podcast and stuff. But, you know, we're here now. Now, let's go look at Shake Milton's. Last, let's go look at his last five. Last five can usually tell you how a player is doing. Last five, last five. One, two, three, four, five. His last five, 27, 16, 22, 24, 29. And that's, those are his first 20-point games. Before the season, his high was at 15. First three games of the season. I'm sorry, first five. Out of the first five, he only... Out of the first five games, he only played one game. And didn't score. That's when Maxie and and, and James Harden were playing. He's going into his fifth year right now. All of his points per game, free throw attempts, minutes are all down. His points went from 13 to 8.2 last year. He went from 2.8 free throw attempts to 1.3, and his minutes went from 23 to 21.4 minutes per game. I personally like Shake Moon. I, I game um, accustomed to him probably, I want to say, the 2020 season. Um, or is that 2019? No, that was probably 2020 season. The uh, 76ers were playing the Clippers on a Sunday evening game. And they had Ben Simmons out. They had Joel Embiid out. They had... Who else they had? They had Al Horford out. And so there wasn't a lot of offense to be going around at that time. This is back when they still had um, 
Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson. I don't know. I don't even know if y'all remember that. <clears throat> but he had about, let's see, well, we keep everything real time. Let's see how much he had that game. I believe it was like 34. I could be wrong. Let me look. Let's see. I'm going to. Ooh. <coughs> Excuse me. Shake Milton. <coughs> Excuse me. Versus Clippers. I believe he had like 34. Let me look. My bad. He went off for a career best 39. He had seven threes, 14 for 20 from the field. They had no help. Like, it was just him. Oh, I'm sorry. Al Horford was playing that game. But they basically had no help after that. Like, it was just him. But I think he should go to, like, well, when I made this list, this was before I thought that the Hornets were going to do bad. And at the time, I mean, if he wants to go to the Hornets, that would be for a reason of like. There's not really a lot of good guards, so he would automatically jump up the depth chart on that team. Definitely because Gordon Hayward's out. Um. He could go to the Suns. I don't think the Suns... The Suns have subpar guard play, in my opinion. Let's go take a look at their guards. Let's see. Somebody let me know if I should actually, like, write down this stuff before I uh, start my podcast or if I should just keep it, like, live. Because I'm kind of liking the live. Um... I'm kind of liking the live look at it. Because then, you know, if I'm wrong about something, I can catch it in real time. And I'm and you'll get my actual, like, real deal reaction. And I kind of like that. But let me look. Who am I looking at? I'm not looking. I'm looking at the Suns. His name is Malik Benjamin Milton. Where did he get the name Shake from? Oh, wow. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking at the Suns. Let's see. Where are the Suns? Here we go. They are currently 14 and 6. Let's look at their roster. Their guards are... I mean, well... Shake Milton is like a... Point guard, shooting guard, maybe a small forward, depending on who you're shooting guarding a point guard is. But they're okay. We'll just name. Nah, we'll name their wings. Not named Devin Booker or Mikael Bridges. Damian Lee, <coughs> Tory Craig. I like Tory Craig. Cameron Payne, who is trash. Josh Okogie, who does not get any burn at all. Josh Okogie is only six days older than me. That's funny. They have Ish, Wainwright, Trash, just got in the league. 
Cameron Johnson, who's out. He's not even a wing, really. But he plays on a wing. They got Landry Shannon, who's decent. Dwayne Washington Jr., I like him. His cousin or his uncle is Derek Fisher, which I didn't know until, like, maybe last year. Well, he just got into the league last year, but still. And Chris Paul. I'll have a discussion about Chris Paul. You know, some other podcasts. I have some very strong opinions about that man. But right there, you you can see all the players I just named. None of them can score the ball like Shake Milton. The only def- person that's better defensively than him. First of all, Josh Okoge is garbage. Um, the only defensive player that's better than him is Landry Shaman. And Landry Shaman don't even get that much burn on this team. Let me look at what they what they doing for Landry Shaman. How many how much oh first of all, he went to Park Hill in Kansas City represent. He is from Kansas City, Missouri. Represent. I didn't even know that. I he went to I knew he went to Wichita. Uh, Wichita State, but I didn't know he's from Kansas City, Missouri. All right, my bad. Respect. He's, Landry Sherman is the best player in the league. Averaging 6.5 points per game. <laughs> he only plays 16 minutes. He's at a career low. He came into the league playing 22 minutes, 23 minutes. So, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure Shake Milton can do something else for this team. Next player we'll talk about is, oh, my God. Maybe the most disrespected wing in the league. Cam Reddish. Give me one moment. <clears throat> Still a little sick, y'all. <clears throat> I personally think that Cam Reddish is the most underrated and most disrespected wing in the league, right? I made a hot take with my homeboy. Shout out Derek. Shout out Ralph. And I think I told Tiso this. Shout out Tiso. That Cam Reddish will have a better career than RJ Barrett and Zion Williamson. I know y'all probably listen to this right now. I'm like, boy, what in the world? But hear me out. He's the best shooter out of them all. Let's bring up Cam Reddish real quick since we're talking about since we're talking about Cam. The most disrespected wing in the league. I can't even lie to you. Cam Reddish is 6'8, 218. He can already shoot. I'm older than Cam Reddish. That's funny. This man averages nine points per game. Nine points per game. Last year, he averaged six. Come on. Like, honestly, while he was in Atlanta, 10, 11, 10, 11, got traded. And ever since then, bruh, I don't think I remember. When he came back, it was random because when the Hawks were playing the, I think it was probably 2021, Hawks were playing the, when they was making their run, during that, that COVID year where everybody was playing the empty arenas into the playoffs, the Hawks were playing the Bucks. And this is straight knowledge. No look up. <coughs> Excuse me. 
It was calling this man Young Paul George. I will give you my uh, one of these days. I'm going to have to break down Paul George for you as well. But there was comparing his breakout games to when Paul George had a breakout against Miami back in like a 2013-14 season, whatever year that was, 12, whatever year that was. And I'm like, calm down. But I was still hyped for him at the same time because I I personally liked Cam in high school. He played for Boo Williams uh, in AAU. I liked the man Duke, even though it's Rock Chalk Jayhawk. And once again, I made that hot take that said that him and, well, I'm sorry, that he was going to have a better career than Zion and R.J. Bear. I like R.J. Bear. Once again, that's another player, Zion Williamson, who needs his own 30 minutes, 45 minutes, because I have strong opinions about, uh, it's probably not going to take 35, 45 minutes. But I have strong opinions about him. Cam Reddish right now, once again, is averaging nine points per game. Now, if we take a look at his per 36. Now, per 36 minutes is. Okay, so let's take a look at how many minutes he's averaging right now. And this man is playing 23 minutes. I can't even lie to you. Playing 23 minutes only averaging nine points with the Knicks where the Knicks don't really have a lot of like. Their issue in the last three to four years since they've tried to be good it has been their offense. They got torched by Atlanta because they didn't really have any offense. Julius Randle, I've never seen a shot that Julius Randle has taken to where I'm like, I like that. They have Derrick Rose. Uh, 2021, I'm pretty sure Mayo quickly was a rookie. So, like, that's a rookie. Unless he's, like, really, really like that. You're not really expecting much out of him out of his out of his first you know, playoff series. But, like, come on, Cam. Like, he's averaging 23 minutes per game. So, if we look at his per 36, per, a per 36 that is put that player out on that court for at least 36 minutes. And it shows that he would average 14 points per game. And that's not that bad. But, like, uh, you feel me? Like, that's not that, I don't know. I, I, I think he should get traded. Um, I'm going to list you players that also, oh, okay, so last year he averaged probably like 14 minutes per game. Let me, this was written down when I made it back in October. Let's see if that was correct. Yeah, about 14.3 points per game with six points. Tragic. Tragic! Um, I'm going to name you three players that also average 14 minutes per game. And you at home, let me... Not, you don't even have to let me know. You just decide if, if, if you, one, if you've heard of these players, and two, if Cam Reddish is better than them or not. Kent Bazemore. I'll move on. You don't even want me to look up Kent Bazemore's averages. Kyra Lewis. Most of y'all aren't even basketball like geeks like that. So you might not know who Kyra Lewis is. 
So let's bring him up real quick. Let's not get sidetracked though. Let's bring up Kyra Lewis. He's like a backup to a backup point guard. That might fly over some of y'all's heads. Kyra Lewis has only been in the league two years. Average 16 points per... I mean, I'm... <laughs> 16 minutes. If if, ooh, if he averaged 16 points per game, he would, Kyra Lewis wouldn't be on this list. He's aver- He averaged 16 minutes... Per game, his first year dropped down to fourteen. He, I think he, um, tore his ACL one of these. It was probably like the 2021-2022 season because he only played twenty four games. He averaged six points his rookie year, five point nine his second year. All right, most of y'all. Oh, first of all, I'm sorry. Kyra Lewis plays in New Orleans. Bet y'all didn't even know that. He's like he's like legit like. So they have, <coughs> excuse me, they got CJ McCollum at point guard, which I don't really agree with. I think he's a shooting guard. I don't know why y'all think, I don't know why. I mean, shoot, Willie Green's the head coach, and I'm out. I'm at home doing the podcast. So, like, I mean, he must see something that I don't. But I don't think CJ McCollum's a point guard. They have him at point guard. They have. Devontae Graham, Rockchild Jayhawk. They have Jose Alvarado, who stole minutes from Devontae because Devontae's not a pure point guard. He's more of a scoring point guard. He's more of like that Allen Iverson mode of like, I'm short like a point guard, but I'm going to shoot that mode like 30 times if you give me the chance. So that's Devontae. So you would rather have, Devontae's really a shooting guard stuck in a point guard's body. So you got Jose, you got Devontae, you got McCollum that starts. And then you just drafted Dyson Daniels, who most of y'all don't even know. He's probably like, he's a young buck. He was probably born like 2002. Like, he's a young buck for real. When was he born? 2003. My girlfriend, never mind. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't going to say too much about that. Dyson Daniels plays point guard and he's 6'8". He's like, I'm giving him more burn than Kyra Lewis. I'm sorry. I don't even think Kyra Lewis has played a game this year because nothing showed up for his 22-23 season. Dyson Daniels is averaging five points per game. Do y'all think Dyson Daniels is better than Cam Reddish? If you look at Dyson Daniels, no no offense to Dyson Daniels, but his, his per 36, he's averaging 11. But, you know. Another player that stuck out to me, and I might even add the I'm st- I'm literally about to stand up for this one. Biz Mac Biombo. I'm just gonna be silent for a minute, so let that sink in while I look up Biz Mac Biombo. Biz Mac Biombo. Are you serious? A man that just last year earned a spot. He was off like he was a free agent, I'm pretty sure. This man, all respect to him. He was a seventh pick uh in the first round back in twenty eleven. This man Biz Mac Biombo. I'm sorry, Biz Mac Biombo has never dribbled longer than fifteen seconds in the NBA game. I'm sorry. The most dribbling I've seen him do is dribble from one side of the free throw end to the other end on the same side of the court, obviously. So from 
So, you know, when you're on the free, when you're on the half court line, when you're in the front court, and from one end of that free throw line to the other end for a dribble handoff. That's it. Moving on. The teams I think, see, I don't even have on my, when I look at my paper, see if y'all can hear the paper. I don't know where I would put Karen Reddish. You can put him on the Lakers. He would he would be like a Malik Monk. He would probably do like what Malik Monk did last year. He'll probably do what Lonnie Walker, the fourth, is doing right now. You can throw him on the Cavs. Cavs, um, the Cavs surprisingly aren't that deep, in my opinion. Like, you give minutes to Dean Wade. Like Dean Wade. Come on now. Uh who else? You can put him in if you if you really want to see him get like twenty-five points over his last over like his last ten, put him in OKC. I'm pretty sure Portland could use him. Portland's not that I don't know. I don't really like Portland like that. Um I don't know. I just I I think he can find a better situation. He needs to. He need. I don't know. He need to go to overseas and act like Dwight Howard and get thirty and twenty real quick with nine assists. Then people might put some respect on his name. But we're gonna move on. Killian Hayes. Most of y'all don't even know who Killian Hayes is. He's going into his third year. He, if I remember correctly, Killian Hayes was drafted top ten. Let's look. He was, I should have known this. He was drafted seventh overall. His name is Killian Duran Antron Hayes. Where is this man from? Lakeland, Florida. He looks absolutely not from here. Where did he play ball? He did not play ball in the U.S. He did not. He's an overseas. I, I'm positive when he was coming out, he he played overseas. Like he did not play. Where did he play? Killian. Where did Killian Hayes play? Killian Hayes before the NBA. I'm pretty sure he played in like Australia or something. He's French-American. Whatever that means. I don't understand why I'm having a hard time finding that. So he played overseas. I don't... I'm not sure exactly. Let's... You know what? Hey, that's a smart idea, Robert. How about we Google... Where did Killian Hayes play overseas? That was smart. International stats. Boom. Right back to that. Right back to the website I was on before. Go figure. Yeah, he played Europe ball. 
He averaged, he played three years overseas, 2.2, 7.2, 12.8. And I guess he did something. It's probably when his assists jumped from three to six that next year. I don't know. But they was loved, they loved him. His per 36, he was 17 and 8 his last year overseas in Europe ball. I ain't even going, I'm not, I'm not even going to pronounce where he played. Can't even lie to you. I can't even pronounce that. You. Ratio. Prom. See that? See? Now y'all finna make fun of me. <laughs> but like, Killy Hayes, his minutes dropped from 25 to 6.9. Like, come on, bruh. Either you not like that or like Detroit don't know what they're doing with you. Let's go look at you right now. Like, y'all think I'm joking. I'm sorry. I apologize. He he averaged 25 minutes per game. But his points per game is at 6.9. That's still bad. You was drafted seventh overall two to three years ago. And the best you've given me so far is 6.8, 6.9, 7.1. That's that's an issue. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if we look at per 36, it ain't no better. So I'm starting to think that this is why I love the live look at players and their stats. Because if I was to grab all this information and not have my laptop right here, I wouldn't be able to look at the fact that his per 36 looks like his regular stats. His per 36, no, I'm sorry, let's start over, let's look. So he's averaging, his his first three years in the league, we're only talking about points, 6.8, 6.9, 7.1. Now if we move to his per 36, 9.5, 9.9, 10.9. I'm starting to think that Killian Hayes ain't it. I like Killian Hayes for him. I think he can pass the ball. I saw him make a a full court uh, hook pass, which kind of blew my mind, which I haven't seen anybody do literally since Jason Kidd. So, and I, I'm a big Jason Kidd fan, so I thought that was kind of interesting. But I'm starting to think he's not it. Next player. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill, first of all, gave me nightmares back when he was at Oklahoma against Kansas. We used to we used to get into that. We used to whoop them, but like they they I'm pretty sure they've gotten get back a couple times, but he used to be nice. Buddy Hill was really nice. This man is already 30. I'm pretty sure the people that know who Buddy Hill is. Didn't realize he was already 30. Y'all got to remember, he came into the league and he had lied about his age. Like, on some, like, Africa stuff. Like, real deal lied about his age. He averaged 20 points per game back in the, what year was that? That was with Sacramento, 2018-2019 season. And ever since then, he's been 19, 16, 15, 14, 18, 17. Last year, 
before getting traded to, well, it was probably with them as well before, but he did his damage to last year before he got to Indiana. He finished second in three points made and attempts on a bad team in Sacramento. This man has never made the playoffs. And believe it or not, he has a chance to make the playoffs this year. He's averaging 17 points per game on 14 attempts from the field. And 9.7 of them are three. So, yeah, Buddy is standing behind that line for real, for real. Um... Teams that can help him, I mean, no, teams, no, teams that can help him or te- teams he can help are legit playoff teams. Um, I used to think the Raptors could do, could, could do him, but they have a lot of wings and they kind of pride themselves on like, hey, look, my 6'8 guy could, uh, he could play center, but he could also initiate the offense, i.e., uh, Pascal Siakam, who's overrated. Uh, Scotty Barnes can initiate the offense. That is, Young is still out there. Um, but, yeah, so I wouldn't say Toronto. Who who could use Buddy? The Lakers. I talked about this in the episode two. What was wrong with the Lakers? Go listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, who else could use him? The Cavs could use him. The Suns could. The Suns is desperate for Buddy Hill. If the Suns had Buddy Hill, I would stop talking bad about the Suns. But until then, I hate you, Chris Paul. Strictly basketball, not person. You probably nah. Chris Paul looked like he was still a quarter straight out of your pocket. Like go inside your pocket to take your quarter, and then and then he would probably look at you crazy for looking at him crazy. That's the type of person I think Chris Paul is. And I. And when Rondo spit on him and, and gave him an uppercut, I thought that was funny. And I saw Paul Gasol uh, try to little brother him back when he first got to the Clippers. They was walking down. It was funny. They was walking to the other end on the free throw. It was probably like late game situation. And Paul Gasol literally rubbed his head like good boy. And I thought that was funny because, like, who gets punked out by Paul Gasol? No offense. I love Paul Gasol, but, like, Kyle Gasol wouldn't scare me if I was on the court. But I I just thought that was funny. So, Buddy Hill, you could probably go. Chicago could use him. Chicago could use him. Because Chicago is not that deep of a team. I'll name you all their scorers right now. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic. Kobe White. That's four scores. Four, like, hand me the ball. I can create something. Everybody else on that team can't really create nothing. Lonzo Ball, where are you? Hasn't played in a good little minute. Next person and the last person we're going to talk about is Nas Reed. Hollywood Reed. Hollywood Reed. Man, I'm a big fan of Nas Reed. I I actually think it's a crime the fact that Minnesota had has him on their bench and then they'll go and uh throw up five first round picks for Rudy Gobert and he can't even space the floor to the mid post. 
like Rudy Gobert has zero offense, and you have Nas Reed on your team who is a career best. 34% from the from the from the three. He shoots. Uh this year he's kind of down right now because he's only playing 12 minutes per game. And it's because of Rudy Gobert started behind. Legit. But like I just saw somewhere that cat was out for like mm, I got I got I need to see. Let's see how long. Let's see. Carl and because he just got hurt last night on the um and this this is usually the bad is usually bad when this happens a non contact injury those are usually bad let's see how long get this out of the way let's see how long Carl Anthony Towns is out he just got hurt like night ago two nights ago I think it was like last night. Let's see. He's out four to six weeks with a calf injury. Like he legit. Like he. I, I saw the. I saw the actual play. He was running, and then anytime a player does not get hit by somebody, and he's running, and he turns around and looks down, you know something happened. So he's out four to six weeks. This is Nas Reed's time to actually do something. To actually do something. His stats last year before the season started this year went from 11 to 8 points per game. That's bad. He was averaging 15.8 minutes per game, dropped down to 12.9 points per game. Now, I'm a big fan of Nas Reed. And before I let y'all know what his per 36 is, I already knew it was hot. Nas Reed. Is per 36. It's 21.3 points per game. I coach middle school basketball, all right? I know my basketball knowledge is high, but it's not the level of a NBA. I'm pretty sure I could probably run laps around some of these NBA assistant coaches and, and scouts, but that's neither here nor there. But it's not. I'm My basketball knowledge probably isn't as high as, as the average or like the top tier NBA assistant coach. You mean to tell me some for all these stat nerds and play and and coaches that love stats, regardless of what team he plays for, or regardless of what team that that coach is coaching for, you're telling me no one knows that this man is per 36 21 points per game. And he's averaging seven points, seven point seven points per game this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Give me one second. Like honestly, nobody knows. Our Lakers could use him. Boston, you're tripping. Um, Clippers, you're tripping to an extent, but they're like Toronto or the West. They like their wings and to have one center. Um, this is all off the cuff. I'm not even looking at nobody's teams. Uh, Denver, you're tripping. You you got 
DeAndre Jordan on your team, but you won't sign Nas Reed. Phoenix, you're tripping. You don't have a lot of bigs. Uh, who else? Philly doesn't have a good backup big. Milwaukee doesn't have a good backup big. I don't like any of the bigs that come off the bench for Milwaukee besides um, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis is a bucket. Chicago could use him. Chicago's not that big. I don't. Chicago doesn't have a. Y'all, na- honestly, name me Chicago's backup center. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is one of them players where he can get you 30 points and 30 rebounds, and then his plus minus would be zero or like two. I saw there was an NBA exec that said, and the only reason why I'm not saying his name is because they didn't tell me his name when they said it um, on on the post. But they said, Drummond can get you 20 and 20 and still have no impact on the game. Which I find hilarious that someone can get 20 points and 20 rebounds and actually not add anything to the game. I think that's actually downright hilarious. But I just think Nas, personally, just going, getting back to Nas Reed, the only thing I'm looking at on here that's bad right now this season is his free throw. He's shooting 66% from the free throw line. But he's he doesn't even average. He averages 1.4 attempts per game. Like, put that on the per 36, he would get 3.9. Like, that's not even that high. Like, I think I think there's a lot of teams that could help. Uh, there's a lot of uh, – I think these players could help a lot of teams. The biggest uh, crime – I would say the biggest crime on here is Cam Reddish, a player more than likely to get some shine – I would say is Nas Reed right now because of Cat's injury. Buddy healed if if Indiana like look look out for Buddy Hield in the buyout market or just the trade deadline if Indiana's like, all right, we're done we're done hooping. Letting these young guys play. All right, we're finna tank for Victor Wimiyama. Uh, so Buddy Hill might get some looks at Shake Milton. I've been yelling Shake Milton to get out of Philly for like maybe twenty twenty one. I want to say no way. I was thinking that that early. Let's let me look. Let me look, let me look. look real quick, and then we better get out of here. I appreciate y'all sticking with me. If y'all have. And you know what? I'm going to do this right now. If you listened this long to the episode, DM me on Instagram at 816.Kersey, K-E-R-S-E-E. And the first person to DM me that listened this long, I'm time-stepping this right now, 39 minutes and 42 seconds. If you listen this long, the first person that DMs me, I will cash at you $5. I just want to see if y'all are listening this long.
I'm gonna start doing stuff like this. I might even, I might even personally give away. I ain't gonna say that. That's funny, but not until I get big. But the first person that DMs me that listened this long, I already set the timestamp. It was like thirty nine minutes and forty seconds. The first person to DM me at eight one six dot cursey k e r s e e. I will cash up you five dollars. I want to see if y'all are listening. Thank you so much for listening. I ain't even going to go look at... You know what? No, 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 no. I'll go look at Shake Milton real quick and then we'll get up out of here. I said Shake Milton should have left in 2021. No, 2022. I'm sorry. Because he, he came into the league 4.4, 9.4. And these are points per game. 4.4, 9.4, 13. That's that 2020, 2021 season. And then last year was 8. Like, yeah, buddy. Get up out of there. Speaking of getting up out of there, that's what I'm about to do. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Trust Me or Wrong. We keeping this pushing. I'm getting more comfortable behind the mic. And YouTube channel coming real, 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 real soon. I know everybody don't have the Anchor app. That's what I record all this stuff on. And I know everybody that has, doesn't have Spotify, and I'm not able. I don't know how to get this on Apple Music yet, or the uh, Apple Podcast yet. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to. I'm you know. I'm I'm in the works of getting this on the YouTube, so it can make it a little easier for everybody to listen to. You can listen to this at work and everything like that. <coughs> Excuse me, but just like Shake Milton. We're going to head up out of here. Thank you again for listening. Once again, not going to say what I said again, but if you if you was listening at the 39 minute mark, you know what to do. Hit me up and I'll get back at you. I appreciate you again. Uh, shout out to everybody that's supporting me right now in this journey. This is the beginning of something big. Um. I just appreciate the love and support. That's all, man. All praise to the most high. We're going to get up out of here. Peace, y'all.